Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Everything about God is great. Hallelujah. I said everything about God is great. Amen. Demons will always tremble at his presence. Oh, do you believe what I said? I said demons will always tremble at his presence. Hallelujah. Shall we please pray over the offerings? Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What an atmosphere. Hallelujah. Healings are already taking place. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this moment of giving. Bless each hand that was able to give. And those who were not able to give, Lord, make a way for them, Lord. Father, gripple all the demons that are causing them not to be able to succeed in their areas of giving. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you excited you are in the house of the Lord? Oh, I don't feel the excitement. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Every form of difficulty is going to evacuate. Hallelujah. Every challenge, every difficulty is going to fade away. You see, the devil is afraid of shoutings. Do you understand? The devil cannot stand shoutings. Amen. The Bible says that the walls of Jericho came down. Not by a gun, not by anything, but by the shout. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you believe what I'm saying? Every difficulty is going to tumble down. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a resounding shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We are blessed to have a man of God in our midst. Amen. Who is just not an ordinary person. Amen. Hallelujah. A prophet. An anointed man of God. Chosen by God. Ordained by God. In such a time like this. Hallelujah. Who has been preaching and feeding us for all these years. Amen. Very anointed man of God and yet very humble. Hallelujah. You know, if it wasn't because of the kind of work he does. I mean, ministering to us. Some of us wouldn't have the chance to even talk to him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. But yet he is such a humble person. Amen. Very humble. Very lowly. Amen. And God has anointed and exalted him. Amen. And as you receive him, hallelujah, I believe that you also rise up one day. Amen. Hallelujah. Bible said that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I understand there's a performance. Hallelujah. Before the man of God preaches. Amen. The Shekinah glory performance. Are they here in the house? Is that not? No. Meeting. Men's FCBP. So all men are supposed to gather. Our brother has graciously given us his house. Is he here? Yeah. Nicely given us his house. So we should come and chill in his house. And there are some men who can cook. They are bringing the food. No women allowed. It's going to be a men's topic. No, we don't need to say we can serve ourselves. <laughs> we can serve ourselves. So all men, let's gather. Let's fellowship. Let's interact. Let's encourage one another. Let's give wisdom and direction to one another. If you don't show up and I see you on Sunday, I'll consider whether you are a man or a woman, you know. 
So all men, okay? As I, so what the time? 11, 11 o'clock in the morning, right? Please, all men, we'll all be there. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you're a man, show up. Explanatory. It's a sign of the last days. See, the last days. And we are in the last days. There are a lot of mountains. You see, there are a lot of mountains. Mount, financial mountains, political mountains. A mountain is anything that is prominent. Anything that stands. So there's political mountain, financial mountain, economic mountain, sun mountain, misbehavior mountain. All mountains. They are all being established. But the Bible says that the mountain of the Lord's house, which is the church, shall be established above all these mountains. Amen. The church will become bigger than all these things. And it shall be, it shall be the church will become bigger above all these mountains. And it will be exalted above all the hills. It means it will see, everybody will see it. And nations shall flow into it. So, what this is a prophecy. It means that in the last days, the church will become more significant above every other institution. Hallelujah. So, you are blessed to be in the church. So, if you are in the church, you are in the right mountain. I say, if you are in the church, you are in the right mountain. I say, if you are in the church, you are in the right mountain. See, don't be, don't, like I was sharing in the earlier service, don't, don't be afraid or don't be frightened by the increase in sin. No, 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 no. It is also prophecy. Julius, you understand? He said that a man went to sow and while men slept, the enemy came to sow tears or bad things in it. And then when the people wake up and say, Lord, you sowed good seeds. How come they are bad things? Let's cut it out. You understand? Let's cut it out. Then the master said, don't cut it out. Don't. Because when you try to cut it out, you make a mistake. Because when things are young, you can't differentiate the good from the bad. So don't cut it out. But allow them to mature. Allow them to grow. It means, Rachel, it means that both the good will get bigger and the bad will get bigger. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So it means that sin is going to get bigger. But as sin gets bigger, so the power of God also gets bigger. So it means that some things that you could not imagine people could do, now they will do it easily. Sin has increased. Some you say, huh? now when you see, you don't even blink an eye. Because they have matured. But in the same vein, it also means that the power of God will also mature. So we, are, we should expect to see more miracles, more missionaries, more breakthroughs, because the power is also going to get stronger. Yeah. Hallelujah. So the more you see sin increase, the more you should also believe that the power of God is going to get stronger. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, the abominations we are seeing in our world today. 15 years ago, if somebody had said it, we would say, oh, no, it's not possible. 
have said that about 50 years ago. We say, oh, how? But no. But now, it's cause for the power. It's power for the cause. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying earlier on that very soon we see people marching naked and they say it's already happening. I didn't know that people are marching naked already. I didn't know. Times Square, human beings are marching naked. Naked. Really? In London too. <laughs> somebody, somebody sent me a WhatsApp. Somebody sent me a WhatsApp. It says, please, it's a WhatsApp. Don't, don't, don't criticize me. It says, when the white men came to Africa, our people were naked and dancing, and they say we are primitive. Now we are put on clothes, and they are now naked. Who is primitive? <laughs> For thought. <laughs> I said food for thought. That's what the person said. They say when they came, we were naked and ran around. They say we are primitive. Now we have clothes. And they are walking naked. <laughs> Who is primitive? <laughs> Please, I beg you. It's a WhatsApp. <laughs> Hallelujah. But as sin increases, the power of God will increase. As they are walking naked in Times Square, so will the blind also see at Times Square. The cripple will walk at Times Square and they will see it in their cameras because the power of God is going to increase. They should wait and see. Miracle workers are coming to the city. Hallelujah. So, the gospel must preach on. Amen. So, let me talk about, I'm still talking, we are in the month of evangelism and I spoke to you about obstacles to bearing fruits, if you remember. So many obstacles. I don't know whether you remember. Do you remember? What were some of the obstacles I talked about? Blindness. Blind. Blind to hell. What's another obstacle I spoke to? Hmm? You are short-sighted. And what else? Sickness or disease. What else? Immaturity, no mature. That's why you can't bear fruit. Hallelujah. So many things I spoke about. This makes you why people are in. No, one other thing I want to talk about because I want to go on is, and I said in the first service, but it's very important, so I'm repeating it. I'm repeating for your sake, not for my sake, for your sake. Okay? Paul said that to me it is not burdensome. Another reason why we are not fruitful, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Therefore, my brethren, be another reason why people are not fruitful. And here, fruitful, it could be your secular job, your marriage. Another reason why we are not fruitful is there's too much distraction. You cannot focus. There is too much deviation. So you say that, my brother, be steadfast, unmovable. You see, be focused. 
leads to productivity. And the reason why, you know, if you send your child, in fact, I can have another student. That's my first student. She's another student whose parent is here. No, Caroline. Leonard Lady. Still you. Carol? Carol. Give Carol a mic. Because her parents are here. Carol, you went to college. You finished college, right? And I'm sure when you went to college. And then the lecturer came and said, today we are going to study about soul winning. For this semester. Next semester is evangelism. Mm-hmm. And then next semester is fundamentals of outreach. At, what do you go? What college? Stony Brook, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's what the lecturer comes to study. Do you think it would be... Do you think, don't you think it would be a good school? Yeah, it would be a good school. For the whole semester, yeah. that's what you did? Yeah. Soul winning. It, it would be a good school. That's all I would uh, the, the There's no chemistry, no organic well, chemistry. Well, none of that. No, 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 no. They did not. They just came and said, none of that. We don't do organic chemistry here. We don't do biology. The whole thing is soul winning, outreach, do, do you think it's a good school? You may think it's a good school. I, I, I like it. You, you may think. Now let's ask the parent. Who are paying for it? What do you think? What would you, what would, what would you do, do you think? You send your daughter to school. And when she comes and daddy, the whole semester we learn about soul winning, outreach, and evangelism. What would you do? At Stony Brook. Mixed feelings. <laughs> She's being politically correct. He said mixed feeling. In other words, he will not. He, he he did not send her to school to pay that amount of fees for them to teach her that. Do you hear me? I said, do you hear me? Mixed feelings is being politically correct. It it means she will he will pull her out of that school because that's not why. He sent her to that school. He sent her to that school to go and study, become a doctor. That's why, not, not, not to go and learn about evangelism and soul winning. You listen to me? That's not why he sent the child there. That's not why he sent the child there. No. He sent the child for something specific. Hallelujah. What, 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 see, what, see, if he, he wanted her to do that, he would have sent her to Bible school and I left her in church. It does not mean that those things are wrong, but that is not what he sent the child there for. Church, listen to me. The tuition that has been given the mandate of winning souls is the church. Yeah. It is our responsibility to talk about the gospel. We don't expect the bank to talk about the gospel. Do you understand what I'm saying? Bank. And the whole, the whole morning, a morning report is about how many souls you won last week. Because we don't expect them. Church, are you hearing me? No, we don't expect, we know their job. 
the only institution that has gone into the world and preached the gospel. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that, so if the church does not focus on its job, nobody else will do it. If the church gets distracted from its job, we don't expect the bank to do it. Don't it's not their job. Our job is to preach the gospel. Our job is to win souls. So when a church becomes secular, instead of preaching about the gospel, they are talking about how to make money, how to establish your career, then the church has deviated. And if the soul, then what is the use of the church? I'm preaching the soul of a person is important. When the Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? And that the most important thing that everybody needs is salvation. Then it is unfortunate that the church sometimes has abandoned its mission and gone into things that is left for the back. Look. And then the real job of the church is not happening. That's why you say be steadfast. You see, the reason why the church has gone into this is pressure. Pressure. Political pressure. Social pressure. Because they will say that if you don't build school, you don't build hospital, you don't do this, you are not relevant. So the church, I'm not saying they are, they are good things, but it is not the primary role of the church. The primary role of the church is to preach the gospel. Are you hearing me? Let's preach the gospel. Yeah. Always abounding. You need to be steady. The chance to die on the cross for the salvation of mankind. He didn't. But that is too cheap for the blood of Jesus. If I gave you a million and all that you used to buy was a shoe, you have wasted my million dollars. I gave you the blood of be happily married. You've wasted it. You've wasted it. It's more, it, it's, it's, it's more precious than a happy marriage. It is about the soul of a person. It is about eternity. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God is saying, be steadfast. Unmovable. Like I said earlier on, look. Prosperity, prosperity and progress has to do with stability. I mean, in a certain sense, it doesn't even matter what you do as a profession. So long as you do it for a long time, you will prosper. You have not thought about it. Yeah. The person who has a low-paying job but has, is always employed will be more prosperous than the person who has a very high-paying job, but six months of the year you are laid off. You ever thought about it? It pays well, but it's not stable. It pays well, but it's not stable. It doesn't really pay good, but it's stable. Over the time, over the length of time, you find that the, stab, the stable one will make more money than the one who today you are in, tomorrow you are out. Because prosperity and progress comes with stability. These steps. Yeah. Prosperity. The Bible, that's why the Bible said that planted by the rivers of water. You shall bear. You, you need to be planted to do well. Anything, by and large, look,
look, all the people, let me deviate you. Even all the people who have done well secularly, you find that they started their career at a very young age. Both sportsmen and businessmen. Bill Gates, uh, Zuckerberg, Michael Jordan, they all started young. And they stayed at it well. Hallelujah. Yeah. Steadfast. Unmovable. <laughs> that is why you can never graduate if you keep on changing your major every semester. <laughs> every semester. Transfer from one college to another. Constantly transferring. You will not do well. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding. Yeah. We need to be steady. That is why Christians who hop from church to church will never do well. If you want to mature as a Christian, find a Bible. And I, I say I recommend this church. This is a Bible-believing church. And therefore, progress. Look, one of the prayers you must... Should I give that prayer on top of it? Huh? Should I give that prayer to top of it? Pray to God that he will give you peace on every side. Because that is what David wanted to build. But there was too much war. Too much fighting. See, when there's too much war, too much fighting, to the moral student, you can't progress. There's a lot of distractions. So David wanted to build a temple. But God said, look, David, even though it's in your heart, there's too much fight. But when it, came to, when it came to Solomon, when it came to Solomon, Solomon said, God has granted me peace on every side. And because of the peace or stability on every side, I will build. May God give you peace on every side. You may have the greatest ambition, but if there's every day, this, this, you can't build. Hallelujah. Be steadfast. I say be steadfast. Even in your relationship, young people, in your relationship, be at it for a long time. Yeah. Hey. Don't make the mistake of marrying him too early. Or marry her too early. You make a mistake. It's a big mistake. Because one of the elements that reveal people's character is time. Love him, Reverend. I love him so much. He's so cute. Oh, Reverend, he's so nice. We went out. We went out today. She bought him some ice cream. You know, the weather was so hot. And she cooked in the winter. <laughs> I said, he, he, he was nice in the summer. Because in the summer, you don't eat ice cream. Through winter, spring, summer, and fall. And make sure and see how he behaves in every season. Take the person through the changing scenes of life. <laughs> I'm preaching. It's a good message. So don't say, well, I mean, so. Run. Say, run one cycle and cycle. 
to make sure that the clothes are well dried. Don't run it on one side. <laughs> we'll always bring progress. Unmovable. Anything you do. Even if a person is washing a plate at a restaurant, if he does it for 10 years, stability brings progress. Hmm? It's a witch. You will still be better off staying there for a long time than changing. <laughs> Even if, because remarrying is expensive. I said remarrying is expensive. Because as soon as she comes in, she will say, mm, the bed. She slept on this bed. You better <laughs> I need a new bed. The sofa. Mm. It reminds me of her. So I, 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 I want this. The car, you know, honey, you know, I love you, but I know when I sit in front, it reminds me of her. So front seat. <laughs> Yeah. You are better off staying with the witch. Because over a period of even though she's a witch, over a period of time, you will develop antidote to witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. You will know that. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm preaching. You will develop antidote. Yeah. Hallelujah. The Bible says your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Amen. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. Yeah. Young people, I'm prophesying to you. Don't be in a hurry to change your majors. Pray about it before you choose. And when you choose, stay with it. Because otherwise you keep on going in circles. Hallelujah. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Amen. Look, God is the only rewarder. A lot of places when you, when you, when you work, your, your labor is in vain. If you want a place where your labor in the Lord, when your labor is not in vain, it's in the Lord. Yeah. That's why Jesus Christ told Peter. Peter, see, Peter, he believes in reward. He said, look, I've left father and mother. We have left houses to come and follow you. And Peter does not believe in working and not being paid. So he asked Jesus Christ, what's the paycheck here? What is in it for me? Lord, what is in it for me? Then the, the, the Lord looked and said, the Lord told Peter, anyone who has left father and mother and houses for my sake and for the kingdom's sake will receive a hundredfold in this life together with persecution and eternal life. It makes you show that as for God, he will by all means pay you. I said, as for God, he will by all means what? I'm not hearing. As for God, you by all means what? Yeah. Oh, no. God is God is true. That is why the Bible says, and he blessed, and he blessed Obedidom and all that pertained to him. He blessed Obedidom. And all that pertained unto him. Yeah. He did not only bless Obedidom, but anything associated with Obedidom, he blessed it. And you, you need God not only to bless us around you. There's nothing more. Look, only 
God can take care of your children. Listen to me, only God. Only God can take care of your children. You can only do your best as a parent. End of the day, it is only God who can take care of that child. Only God. Except the Lord build. You build in vain. It is God who can touch your heart, your child's heart. Money cannot change your child. If it's not, money will spoil him. It's God. Hallelujah. Hey, look, I have served God for a long time. Yes, it has been difficult. It has been challenges. But it has always been worth it. I can, sum- I can summarize my life. It has been difficult. Robert, do you agree with me? I agree. It has been difficult. It has been challenging. But it was worth it. My labor in the Lord has never been in vain. Amen. So, I'm talking about so this is why we get back to far I can go. Let me share with you because we were praying about it in the, in the morning prayer dome. Those of you who don't come for the morning prayer dome, you are missing. We were praying about it. Today, let me talk to you about types. Types of barrenness. Barrenness. This, let me even talk about gynecology. Gynecologically speaking, there are various reasons why people... You must diagnose the right infertility and apply the right treatment. Amen. Some people cannot give that because they don't have a womb. Oh, yeah. Okay, they don't have a womb. Okay? So, they may look like a woman, but inside, they don't have wombs. Oh, yeah. Some people cannot give birth because you have to, the sperm has to go through the tube to, or the egg. And the tubes can block for so many reasons. Okay? You are born like that. You have too much sex when you were young. So STDs, so go. Chlamydia has blocked your tube. Hmm. Some people don't have tube because the tube has been cut because they had a topic pregnancy. And the X comes from here. You don't know that? It is the hormones that are here that work on the ovaries. Medicine one-on-one. For free. FSH and LH. Stimulated by the hypothalamus to work on the ovaries to release the estrogen. That is why you are unlikely to get pregnant when you are having sex stressed. So those women who, I want a child, so the whole sex affair with your husband, I want a child. So you are not even relaxed. You see, you, no. You don't produce any egg. Because you have turned the whole thing into a, a project. <laughs> so, so, so the hormones are not, you are not relaxed. So it's not being released. Because you have turned the whole thing into a project. Who is having the thing for fun and for excitement? <laughs> yeah, no worries. So there are so many reasons to get pregnant. Amen. I'm coming there. 
Yeah. Or people cannot have a child. There are so many reasons. So many reasons. Some of them have a child, but they don't have the womb to sustain the child. So the child passes through. Sometimes it's even weight gain. Because weight has to do with your estrogen and fat. So you have gained too much weight to lose weight small. Or types of barrenness. And therefore you must make the right diagnosis. I'm switching in between. You have a lot of types of barrenness spiritually. There's the type of barrenness. When the, the Bible uses the word barren, barren. But when you go to the original Greek, it talks about the particular type. Hallelujah. Bible called Akka. Hey. Genesis 11.30. Barren. She had no child. But Sarah was barren. We had no child. The, the original, the word barren here means Akka. Akka. It means loss of reproduction. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at the same one. 25.21. Genesis 25.21. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated him and Rebecca barren. The way they productive organs. Or in Sarah's case, because she was menopausal, there's a womb there, it is useless because it has passed the stage of producing progesterone and estrogen. So Sarah was literally barren. No. A church where there is no rip, the organ, the organ to rip, and is it the male equivalent of no repose? So you release the sperm full of semen, it's just liquid, it's like soup without meat. For, for, for a man to be productive, you must have what's called a sperm count, and there's a minimum amount count. A couple of years. Just for a drop of soap. 30,000 spams. And you only need only one spam. And if you come and they check yours. And it is only 2,000. That statement. What what means you are lost. You see, when you said it, it reminded me of a story. Next story so. I tell you that this one a story. When I was doing my OBGYN rotation, I had a very good very good. Like most women come to see him, if you can't have a child, you just come and see him. He was very good at treating fertility. One day, a couple came to see us. Man, we tested usually usually the woman who come first, because where we come from, they are so backward. That when somebody cannot have a child, they think it's always the woman. I wonder why they think that way. It's, 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 it's 50-50. So the wife came. And then the wife came and did all the tests. In front of her tube, everything was patent. 
Then came with the husband. You check the husband. And then the husband did it. We did a sperm count. And the guy's sperm count was low. But somehow. I don't know. But it was not communicated. So when the woman was told that, oh, there's nothing wrong with her. Okay, she's fine. It's all fine, doctor. One, one, uh, almost two, three months later, she comes to the clinic pregnant. And then, nine months later, uh, nine months later, she gave death. And where I come from, when you treat a the couple, they come and thank the doctor. So here we are in the clinic. This woman, the baby, husband, he was wearing white. Her husband was wearing white. You are bringing a fruit basket to come and thank Dr. Gosh. When Gosh saw the guy, he said, Jose, Jose, he lost. He lost. <laughs> yes. It's unfortunate. The man has lost. You will never lose in Jesus' name. Yeah. But why, why did I even go to that point? Uh, lack of reproductive organs. Amen. So in the same way, when a church loses its reproductive organs, the ability to give, which is soul winning, evangelism, the church becomes barren. Because it is the outreach ministry of the church. The evangelistic ministry of the church that brings in new souls. So when that part dies in the church, and the church is always there, a carnival out singing and dancing without doing an outreach, we loses that part to generate. That is why we must not stop talking about winning souls. That is the that is our womb and our testes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Generative abilities. Generative organs. In the same way, you see, even as a human being, your, your inability to be fruitful or do well in your life is you lack the generative organs, which is sometimes the ability to create new ideas. You are not fruitful because you lack the ability to generate new ideas. May God deliver you from a car. You better believe it. I say, may God deliver you from a car. May our church not suffer from a car. Lack of generative organs. Yeah. Number two, maybe I'll talk about this one. The next reason, the, the next type of barrenness that is described in the Bible is in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 22. Twenty-six, twenty-two. Twenty-two, twenty-two, twenty-six, not two. Well, there's no twenty-two. That's it. Twenty-six, twenty-two. Check. Quickly. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, check this one for me. Leviticus, twenty-six, twenty-two. Leviticus. Leviticus, twenty-six, twenty-two. 
I will also send wild beasts among you, which shall rob you of your children and destroy your cattle and make you few in number, and your highways shall be desolate. It's unfortunate. I say it's unfortunate. Wild beasts amongst you, who shall make you few? Who shall make you few? Make you few. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 25. Deuteronomy 32, 25. Deuteronomy 32, 25. The sword without and terror within shall destroy both the young man and the virgin, the circle also with the man of grey. It's a very wild case. This was God was cursing them. Go back to the one in Leviticus. Here, the word here, few, or barren, is the word shakor. Shakor, S-H-A-K-U-R. It means to cast your young before its time. Another reason, is to cast your young before its time, or to miscarry. It's to miscarry, miscarriage. And some women cannot have children, not because they cannot get pregnant, but every time they get pregnant, it aborts. Am I telling the truth? It's not that they cannot get pregnant, but they cannot retain the pregnancy. So when they, when they, they get pregnant, they lose the baby. It aborts, but I bind every spirit of miscarriage in this congregation. You shall carry your pregnancy. You will not labor in vain. Every time. Every time. So the problem is, it's not lack of pregnancy, but they cannot. And God said, I will deliver you from that case. It means that, you see, it, it, it means that anything that you do that you cannot complete is a case. Yeah. You start, but you cannot finish. But I bind the spirit of miscarriage. You better believe. I said, I bind, you will finish. I said, what you start, you will finish. Yeah. It's a case. You buy a car, you do, you, it's repossessed. You buy a house, it is repossessed. It is shako. Somehow. Pregnant, and you lose it. Pregnant, then you lose it. Pregnant, you lose it. But I release the spirit of God to bind the spirit of shakor. There is somebody here, you will carry your pregnancy to ten. You shall not abort. I say you shall not abort. Shakor. Things are not completed. Miscarry. Yeah. But may God deliver us from it. You start a job, it doesn't finish. You see, shako means that the blessing does not stay. You start a business, it collapses. And a lot of investment has gone into it. But I bind it. I say we bind it. I say we bind it. Maybe you can even describe failing an exam as shako. Because you study, but it still doesn't work out. Maybe it's a form of shako. 
but I cast it out. You study and you pass. I say you study and you pass. Maybe it's even shakur to be in a relationship for a long. You are in a relationship for a long time, and then when you are about to marry, <coughs> then another girl takes your beloved. I cast that shakur out. Another girl comes to take your beloved away from you. After you have cooked for him for years. That's a shakur. I bind that shakur. Hallelujah. Yeah. You shall not cast your young before it's time. Amen. May whatever your hand find to do, may you bring it to an end. I say, may whatever you put your hands to, may you bring it to an end. In your ministry, may it come to an end. In your job, may it come to an end. In your finances, may it come to an end. May nothing of yours be repossessed. May the pregnancy that God has given you, may it come to a fruition. May you not abort your baby. May you not abort your ministry. In the name of Jesus. Stand up to your feet. We are done for today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Holy words, Holy words, long preserved for our walk. Yes, Lord. In this world, thank you, Holy Spirit. They resound. You will finish. You will finish. With us, you will finish. You will not abort. It will not be cut short. Your ministry will not be cut short. What God has given to you will not be cut short. Your business will not be cut short. Your marriage will not be cut short. The pregnancy will not be cut short. You shall not suffer from shakur. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you this afternoon. May the blessing you have blessed us not be aborted. The gifts and the miracles you have given to us, may they come to pass. May the enemy not steal our blessing. Deliver us from the curse of aborting. The Bible said, he who has begun a good work, he's faithful. Father, I pray for every woman here who is desiring to be pregnant. Bless them with the fruit of the womb. Bless them with the fruit of the womb. And may the womb come to completion. Deliver them from abortion and prematurity. May you carry their fruit to the end. Let none be barren. Let none abort. I pray for those who are into business, management. May their projects come to completion. May they not start something and lose it down the line. Any project that they will start and lose, Father, may it not happen. Whatever they put their hands to, may they complete it. I pray for us as a church. Deliver us from Shakur. Any new member that comes here, may we be able to keep them. May we not lose our new members. May we not lose our new members. Anybody that walks through this door that you are given to us, may we retain them. Amen. Help us to retain those who come in. Amen. May we not lose them. Amen. In the name of Jesus.
the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Still eyes closed. If you are here, you are not born again. You are not a Christian. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? God brought you here for a reason. Complete that work. Complete that work. The work of salvation is complete when you accept Jesus Christ. So, if you are already here and you, are here, you have heard me preach, but you are not sure, you see, you are not sure whether you are born again, whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. If you are here and you are not sure, then this afternoon, please, with every eye closed and every head bowed, I want you to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. There is room at the cross for you. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? This afternoon, salvation is here. So you say, Pastor, I want to be a Christian. I want to go to heaven when I die. Look, that is the most important reason why God sent his son. With every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are not born again, for a few minutes, lift up your hands and I pray for you. We will do this every Sunday because people need to be saved. People need to be saved. I see your hand, brother. God bless you. Thank you for giving your life to Jesus. Oh, God bless you. If you don't mind, please come to me. Come to me. Put your hands together for him. Put your hands together for him. Yeah. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be a Christian. It's the most important decision you ever took. Because it has to do with your soul. It is more important than getting a new job. Getting a new house. It's more important than even marrying. Because the Bible says that See, without God, life is meaningless. And Jesus said, when I come, I'll give you life. And life without Christ is a losing game. So I believe that you have taken the right decision. This is one of the best decisions you can ever take. And God is going to help you. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I surrender my life to you. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I come to you. Humbly. Accept me. Wash me with your blood. Jesus, from today, you are my, you are, you are my Lord. My Master and my Savior. Satan, from today, I have nothing to do with you. Jesus is my Lord. My Savior and my Master. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for this, brother. The Bible said that anybody who comes to you, you will not cast out. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you that he's saved. He's born again. What has been a challenge in the past, the grace of God will help him to overcome. In Jesus' name. Amen. What's your name? Huh? Alex. After church, see Pastor. What's Pastor Eugene? Over there, see the pastor over there. Okay, we'll talk. Okay, Alex, and I'll talk to you after church. I'll talk to you personally. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
This is the most important. You see, he will say, get the work done and on time. But the most important thing, which is your soul, is left for me to do it, you to do it. We must be steadfast. We must be unmovable. We must abound. Amen. That's the most important decision he ever took in his life. And the same for me. That's the most important decision I took in my life. And the same for you. Hallelujah. Let us be steadfast. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Please be seated. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.